Welcome to Scotland Lane vs Evil, episode 19. We're going to talk about witches. Uh, and we have a special guest who's a right witch. Uh, <laughs> my other half. And you don't have to make it weird. Yeah, Lena. <laughs> Hi. Welcome. Tell, tell people how you know so much about witches, Lena. Um, I have a thing for researching weird topics. So I've been reading like 17th century scrolls and stuff. Yeah. On my lunch break. No idea how. I know the history of Catholicism. Better than I, I, and I found that out last week. I bought a book one time that had none of the spells in it, and one of the spells was that you had to boil an egg in your own pee. What was the, what was the benefit of it? Uh, I think it was to either gain somebody's love or want somebody's love away. <laughs> or, or <ruin laughs> I, I, can't remember, I didn't find the end of what you had to do with this egg once you boiled it in pee, but that's what you had to do. Did you do it? No. How much pee would you need to cover? Uh, do you egg? know what? Actually, I That's tell you, like, it nah, wasn't your own pee. It was either a, a young boy's pee or cat pee. I it was I've got bottles of both. A young boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, maybe I should have kept that book and we could have went through some of the recipes. No, recipes? I don't like the recipes. <laughs> <laughs> the spells. The incantations. So today we're going to talk about The Blair Witch Project and The Witch, the new brilliant film from 2015. Which one do you want to speak about first? We do them in order of when they came out. Let's yeah. do that. Right. right. Blair um, Witch came out in 1999. How old were you when it came out, Scott? I was 14 when it came out. Scott was a middle-aged man when it came out. <laughs> He's a hilarious. I went to see it on Halloween and I thought it was brilliant because I got into a 15 when I was 14 years old. So I remember that. And there was only like four people in the cinema. Did you like it? What, the movie? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. In fact, no. I actually loved it, it's but I don't so know. If, good. I don't know if that's because I think I've got that memory of it. It's just been a good memory from my childhood that. I look forward to back on it, but I, I don't actually, actually think I've seen it since. And I didn't watch it for this podcast because my <laughs> copy disappeared. My copy disappeared? Liam's copy? I, I never had a copy because I thought it was shit when I first seen it. <laughs> no. So I bought it recently and rewatched it, and now I think it's slightly less shit, but still shit. I tried to find my copy, I was out in the woods, man, digging under wee, wee piles of rocks and I see if it was sitting there. But nah, just if you boil an egg in pee, <laughs> <laughs> then it will appear. <laughs> In your cupboard. In fact, if you let me read the rest of that incantation, I'll get my pet Lucifer to go find it for you. But hey, just it's, honestly, see if I don't wake up tomorrow, I usually got to feel so fucking bad about yourselves. No, no, I'm just gonna start worrying and running and <laughs> because truly worrying and running <laughs> at the same time. There uh, should be a movie where something like that happens and they, they do some sort of stupid spell and then somebody just dies of like sudden adult death syndrome and then the doctors and the family say that the person just just died just happens and then the other two people are running about going mental become mentally ill and completely paranoid that the devil's chasing them. But final destination. It's actually what you're thinking's happening is not happening. This person just died and that's it. But then the and then it's just like a completely real realistic but potentially uh, supernatural movie. Copyrighted, don't anybody steal it. <laughs> Just post it We've copyrighted so many movies in, the, in this podcast, yet never created anything. I don't know actually if that's how copyright works, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's, it's more complicated. <laughs> it's, more, it's more legal, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. So, Blair Witch is a free film show that's vanished after travelling into a Maryland forest to film a documentary on the local Blair Witch legend, leaving only their footage behind. It was so iconic when it came out. 
but half the stuff I didn't I didn't care about or didn't have a clue about until Lena went into her witch phase and stuff and went on about it. It's been going on for about a month. Like, I didn't realise they released it as like, a documentary before it and then the movie, so they thought they were watching... Yeah, there was a, a little documentary on the Discovery Channel that came out as a true, accurate documentary all about the history of the Blair Witch and it was the same... It was all leftover footage that they hadn't managed to squeeze in the film and then they told the story of how they were doing like a, an excavation somewhere in the woods and found all this footage buried under the ground and so then the, that's how it was so found maybe footage. it was found but it was supposed to have been found by the documentary group yeah oh. so I think is it, is it not in the film it's supposed to be like 1995 or 6 or something I think so yeah and then the footage has been under the ground for a couple of years mm. and then they found it and made it into a film Basically. and put it on in cinemas everywhere <laughs> But I didn't and made fucking shit tons of money. But I yes. didn't know that. Budget like fifteen thousand dollars. Oh, something. when you like yeah. saw it when all that hype was going on though. I mean, you weren't like, fourteen like Scott. We were like five. <laughs> 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 uh, I've only just realised by looking here, the Joshua Leonard in it with actors was just in Bates Motel season three. Mm-hmm. He played the psychiatrist. He also, He's the only one that's really done anything. Have you seen you know? the movie uh, with Chloe Grace Moretz where she? Uh, it's called If I Stay. She's in a coma. And she basically, like, I think she's it's her dream world and she has to decide whether or not she wants to stay alive or just die. He plays a dad in that. And it's really? really big budget. It's one of the chick flicks, but it was one of those really big budget. Mm-hmm. And did you also know that Heather Donahue, the woman from Blair Witch, uh, now doesn't act. She has moved to a farm and she grows medical cannabis with her boyfriend. What a legend. Yeah, what a life to lead. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know their IMDb's were missing presumed dead? throughout the whole period really mm-hmm. best and presumed dead and they had a website as well which still exists did folk not question as to why they had IMDb's like if I went missing now my IMDb's not the same because I don't have an IMDb Allah should you should have <laughs> you can make your own if you really want to yeah I've been, you can submit got, your own IMDb I've got my IMDb what, why that film you filmed in lot. <laughs> no nothing I just, I just created an IMDb I did work experience in a casting agency and I made an IMDb for myself to find out how you did it I had a casting agent. You know, no, he, yes, I fucking did. And I just, I didn't have an IMDb because nobody cares. Well, because mm-hmm. was IMDb even a thing back then? Mm-hmm. Was there not a thing I back then? So. Mm-hmm. Oh, because it was still dial-up. It wasn't. Well, it was dial-up, but it was still the internet. Oh, I didn't have IMDb. They sold the yeah, camera and all the footage halfway through, like the promotions of it, to actually fund it because they had no money left. They sold it on eBay, so someone out there has got that. It's so, probably all the shit footage, you know, when they're in like. The bedroom and they're just talking, like but eating the crisps just bought. I thought it, but just, like because that was it. It was the first kind of one that was done in that kind of style, and I think it was all not um, improvised to the point like you, they, they knew what they're supposed to be doing at that point, but just you know. Yeah, every like day they got like a little care package, and it'd be like, okay, Heather, you are a dick today, <laughs> and you hate you hate everyone. Like the guy that lost the map, the guy that just kicks the map in the creek halfway through, he gets told after the like two days after they mentioned the map. Oh, by the way. You're the arsehole that kept them back in the crew. So it's like a murder mystery almost? Yeah, so they're, 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 yeah, they're just basically fucking about with them. I life. wish I had known that before watching it the first time because I would have. Now that I've watched it again, I've got a better appreciation for it because of this. I still don't think it's that good a film. Nothing really excites me. I think it's a good film. I think it's a good story because it starts you off with the proper documentary stuff, talking to the weird, creepy folk in the in the town. Mm-hmm. They're obviously turns out oh, they will be, all be actors and whatnot. Women, the woman with the wee boy who like has a proper spaz attack. She was just a woman in a supermarket, and they just interviewed her. And her wee boy was like, "No!" like <laughs> acting like a demon. So they kept her in the film. And then 
going in the woods getting lost in the woods is a fucking terrifying thing I mean yeah. we don't really have woods big enough maybe here I don't think maybe there is if you go apparently it, during the making of it they kept get, uh, they kept reaching the road <laughs> just walking oh we better turn back now <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think the woods were actually that big but I suppose you can see throughout the film the woods aren't that big they're not like dark woods I don't really find woods scary no if you get lost in the woods you'd think scary yeah I find woods terrifying I can't ever see myself getting lost in the woods though I'm not a fucking idiot hey <laughs> How, how far can you walk in the woods? As far as I want. Halfway. What if you're bewitched once you get in the woods and then... So well, if you let me complete that incantation, I'd be like, Lucifer, show me the way, and he'll lead me back out the woods. I, I don't think that that's um, how it works, because then once you die, he just totally like whips you and sticks wee cactuses up your butt in that for the rest of your life, and it's like... The fire idea of hell. Yeah, Everything that's happening in the world today, Scott's idea of hell is getting a little cactus, cactus little, little sh- shoved up his bum. <laughs> just, yeah, you don't want to try that. So, <laughs> when you first seen Blair Witch, were you, were you scared? Fucking terrified. Really? Nah, well, I think so. I, I mean... In terms of scary, it wasn't even scary, it was more atmospheric as it went through it and you weren't really sure what was going on. And the whole shaky camera thing didn't really bother me in the way that it was giving it all big licks. No, I don't understand how someone can be sick with a shaky camera. Surely your head looking at the world shakier than a shaky camera. Sometimes I think people mm. just moan for the sake of moaning sometimes. So anyway, I like I didn't that didn't bother me, but when she got the stories it kinda of circled round with the stories of what the witch is supposed to have done to the kids. And then at the end, you see them, like the guy who lost the map stand in the corner, yeah. which he made to the kids. And I thought, that's a nice wee finisher. I liked it. So, as a whole movie, I loved it. But see, it, I mean, that's, that's testament to what it stuck to me because that would have been 15, 16 years ago. And I've never seen it all the way through again since, start to finish, in a proper sit down watch. And I can remember, all, remember all those it. parts. I, I, do you know what ruined it for me? It's, I was then older when Scary Movie came out. And I just remember the bit from Scary Movie, like our bogies coming yeah, out of and not all that. Bit. And then when I try to watch a Blair Witch, I think of that and I can't. I'm like, right, it's not scary. Yeah. And in the end, we watched it again mm-hmm. when we knew we were going to do this podcast, and it gave you like four alternate endings or three alternate endings oh, really? in the corner. Yeah, all terrible. One, one all is standing terrible. in the corner as it should be. One. He's a. Uh, he's like flying, and one uh, of them is like floating. levitating upside down, and one he's. I can't remember that, but they're all really weird, and you think, do you know what? They've picked the best one because it's so that subtle. Because you don't, it doesn't tell you anything that's happening. You don't know, but you just remember that wee tiny snippet of story from the start, and you make your own assumptions. You know what's going on there. And then Blair Witch Two. Have you ever seen Blair Witch Two? But I thought Blair Witch Two was good as well because I it was completely it. different. It was like along the same lines, but it was a, it was like obviously it was a proper movie, like with fixed cameras and whatever else, and it was it was good. And then the twist, like not the twist, but the kind of reveal at the end. That they're actually were all gone mental like when you see them, but they actually didn't really. Have you watched it since watching it the first time? I watched. I've no. I've watched. I seen the end of it like <laughs> uh, on the telly like the other week there. Because I kept saying how yeah, the shadows how good it was was like my favourite one. Yeah. I thought it was way better than the first one until I rewatched it recently and realised it is a complete crock of shit. <laughs> <laughs> no part of it is enjoyable. The, Do you know what I, I remember? Terrible. I remember, like, obviously I've seen the second half of it like, recently, but I remember it was one of the actresses and she, she says something and she was like, you know who it is. And it's the, just the way she says that sticks <laughs> in my head. And I think at the time when I seen it, my wee sister would have been, well, I don't know when, it, when the second one came out, so she would have been 10 years younger than me at the time, so maybe younger than me when I seen the first one. So, uh, uh, but she used to repeat that line over and over. I really shouldn't have let her watch horror movies when she was that's probably, young, but probably irresponsible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's turned into quite, uh, quite a cool, quite a well-rounded human. 
I showed mummy sister the ring when she was about six and a half, maybe seven, and the neighbour's child, which is the worst thing I ever did. I was in so much trouble for so long. None of them slept for about a month. They really like, cried themselves like every your single Your sister's night. terrified of the grasshoppers from a bug's life. My sister has a phobia of hares, horses, uh, lifts, aliens. All the phobias I have, plus about 40 more. So wow. you can understand why Blair Witch scares some people. <laughs> she can play the original Silent Hill game, even now. No, even though they, it's I just mean, pixels. They, they like do have like scary parts. Like, I, I'm still playing Resident Evil in the scary parts, although it just doesn't know the fuck it means. The scariest part is how long you go until you save it. That's twice. <laughs> I had this fucking shirt at the telly the day before you just came over because I got killed at the same place twice and I need to go back and do it and I just thought, I'm not doing it again. You just sack it completely. Right. I started playing it until dawn. Is that, that Yeah, it's good. It's bit you, the whole time you, it's as if you're watching a horror film, but it's good. It's quite engrossing. Anyway, we digress. So Blair Witch, it's just been such a look. It did start the found footage thing, which obviously has now been done to death. We've done a few found footage films, but it, it just it could never have been done at any other time I because co- it was just for like the explosion of the internet. That's how they managed. They could never have done it without having the internet yeah, to tell did. people it was real, to have all those little touches like the IMDb and stuff like that. You can never do that now because. Instantly, someone would be on Twitter and be like, "Oh, it's not actually real." Here's a picture yeah, of his garden. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, there's a. I suppose Cloverfield was probably the next found footage film that gave that, people motion sickness. I or that really actually it was a good use of found footage. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of the films you watch. Yeah, it's when it's there's a like a use, reason people are filming things. That's worse. Yeah, it's like iconic. But there was something on the news the other day about uh well when YouTube first came and video bloggers and the girl was up as like. Lonely Girl Oh my god I, right, okay. I watched, that, I I watched Lonely Girl Before it even yeah. came out It was a hoax So it was just a girl In a room And she'd just talk about how She was in some cult It was like a really serious religion yeah. And they were really oppressed And she had a video Of her and her pal Wearing fake girls Made out of tinfoil Singing girls And I used to watch it a lot And I don't know why But like saying I used to watch it Because she was hot that's pretty much it. Master Lonely Girl 15. <laughs> yeah, Lonely Girl 15. Uh, uh, Brie was on him. So when you're on, oh, you, when you're online, you type in Lonely Girl 15. No. And that's the type Lonely of Girl 15. Just, 15 when, and it just messed when, up the age when, when, when you were, hey, this is not like, this, this, this was like, it was yesterday, this was like 15 years ago as well. Um, wait, when did YouTube start? Like 10 years ago? Listen, <laughs> <laughs> 2009. Uh, Keep digging your way No, it was, no, honestly, it, I remember the names because I, I read the article and it just yeah. recently and it talked about um, how it went through from her just video blogging her troubles at school and uh, talking about her boyfriend and everything else. And they ran away from her dad, didn't they? Yeah, and then it was this religion that our parents were fortunate to go to and it just got weirder and weirder as it went on and I think the last episode was like... I didn't see the last they one. They had like, like, like three or four characters by the end yeah. of it as well. Like the guy... I don't remember how that's generally just Yeah, them. the boyfriend kept doing uh, feeds like uploading ones after she had kind of stopped uploading and it was in your weird name that like, turns out she was an actress. And yeah, I totally believe that was real. Totally believed. I remember them being in like a hotel, like climbing about balconies, like hiding from our dad looking for us. I mean, I remember totally believing. Oh my god, this is crazy. Right, so now that you two have got the camera up, can I get back to my point? <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying like because of the internet, they probably couldn't do it. Technically, that. I think each, is a it can only be done once though, because once it's done once. But that's you very, then that's know very what similar to look for. Blair Witch. The fact that yeah. she was a real person yet. They'd kept it quiet enough that well, you but two edits were watching it. Yeah, but it, it, was also, <laughs> it was also the, the the beginning of YouTube, like you couldn't. Yeah, I mean, it was even that would be before the masses of social media the way it is now. Like literally, you can. I think I had a profile heaven at that point, and that was it. Like mm. Bebo's and all that, and you used to make hot bodies out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Try 
make myself babe of the week because I thought I did 10 they'd write me a 10 back this is the last time you're coming on I was never babe of the week it never happened but it's literally like you could just find anything instantly these days like you could like is Lonely Girl real and then you could find a forum like but back then I never it never occurred to me that something might not be accurate if it was on the internet Derek Curtis Scott was he masturbating Lonely Girl 15 didn't think about actually googling it the, uh, the no, the, I mean, there's too many things being put up as well though, that to show that people believe anything that's on the internet, mm-hmm. like the swallowing eight spiders in your lifetime. The Facebook, the Facebook like um, hoax that goes around all the time, where you have to put up, oh, don't steal my photos, or they'll steal your photos and charge you five thousand pounds for using a Facebook. I've seen profile. somebody post People up today. People post that every bloody week. I seen somebody post this morning. Uh, this is true. It was on the local news. Facebook is going to start charging. You have to repost this. That is the dollar. Post a shite you've written paragraph on their own. It was somebody in fucking New Zealand or something. I've got like random folk for being on when I was when we were in the band it. and stuff like that. But yeah. I, people posting it and you like know, just the worst ones are when they it. show you up like sick babies and say, "Do not scroll down without typing amen." And everyone does it. <laughs> everyone types. Have you amen. ever seen that one? There's this Chinese artist who eats a baby made of cake in like a New York art gallery. And it's like, shock as Chinese people eat babies. <laughs> Sign this petition to stop Chinese monsters eating babies in the street. But is there not some truth to that? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that is. There is. Uh, no, did we not talk about it on a podcast before? I think I remember at that time going, guys, Chinese people don't actually eat babies. I think there was potential I in think that. Is. There is. Oh, my, my baby's all blood and testy. <laughs> it's like, you can see, it's, I think it's definitely. Yeah. I, think I mean, they, they do eat dogs. I mean, that's the. Dogs and babies are different. Hey, hey, just wait a minute here. My baby's flying right down here next to you, <laughs> and I will tell you that he's not for eating. If, <laughs> okay, okay. If, if it was in front of you, by the way, just to clear, baby. my baby is a dog. Is, like, that's the point I was making here. And I've never tried to eat it. I taste the baby on a plate, and I taste the dog on a plate. What would you eat? Well, see, it's cut up and it's meat, then you'd, you'd eat the dog. I'd eat a dog. even know yeah. the difference. Of course you wouldn't know the difference. Do you think so? Between dog meat and baby meat? Yeah. If it's not, if it looked like a dog or a baby, baby you cut it up any actual meat, cooked it, put it, like, put it, grilled it like a kebab, you could be like baby meat. Baby more tender. Exactly, because it's younger. Yeah. Puppy meat. Is what Puppy meat? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh. You know, like, a lot of that, you'd be eating, like, chewing after a wee baby chicken wing or something, wouldn't mm. <laughs> Oh, the digressions. <laughs> <laughs> so, anything else to say about Blair Witch? Liked the part where the hands came on the tent. I thought that was scary. That was the directors doing it in the yeah. night time. I don't think they actually knew it was happening, did they? Every time I'm in a tent, I, even as a spot, like outside, I genuinely worry that someone's going to walk by. It's like when you look outside, or look in a mirror at night time, I genuinely go, oh my God, there's someone going to appear behind me. It's Every like, single time. I, I've not been in a tent in, like a, in the woods or that for, I think, for a long, long time. Where do you usually tent? Festivals. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Shot me so, down. <laughs> so when I'm usually in a tent, I'm feeling like a drunk person falling on top of me, like literally and crushing me, like landing on my uh, head or something. So like, but like if you're in the middle of the woods, that would be a ter- that would be scary. Like it happened in the forest as well when, when uh, like the, the movie yeah, The Forest. Yeah, anything like that. Hands as well and shit to I think it's so good and so slow and so tense, and I, I think hate, it's too. I, it's too I slow. hate when you see the monster. I hate. I hate jump scares. I hate when you see the monster. Well, that's the good thing about Blue Rich because you don't actually see them, so you need to make no, up your own mind. You need to imagine, like, is it a monster? I know the old, like, the old pedo who like killed all the people on a hill. Yeah, all uh, the, the Jacob, kid. old pedo Jacob, size name. Killed all the kids. Yeah. Took them to that house. Yeah. Which they kind of actually put the folklore because you think the the witch would be from the eighteen hundreds or whatever, like from when they were doing the witch trials. To then the pedo who was like kind of almost modern day in this house that was clearly built that they were inside. But they say that they burnt down the house when the pedo was like. On the is it in the film or in the documentary? They've actually got footage of the old pedo guy. 
like getting sentenced and stuff and talking about how the witch made him do it. And was the pedo guy real? What was real? What is real? Yeah, well, I don't know. Absolutely. <laughs> but the actors thought it was real. They thought it was yeah. a real, like, it was a real story. They totally believed it. So you imagine being in the woods for like eight days and they like gave them less and less food every single day. Just fucked with them. And like, they took that boy stuff covered in KY jelly. And then you think this witch is real and then people are touching your tent. You're going to freak the fuck That's out. That's probably when it would, uh, I'd have stopped believing. See when I got my stuff's covered in KY jelly? I'm like, what the fuck is the witch doing with a bottle of KY jelly? Can you spot KY jelly? I mean, you like KY jelly. Exactly. Yes. yes, I can. You would know it's KY jelly. Have. I'm, I'm you just think it was ectoplasm. <laughs> Gunk. Uh, witch jizz. I, <laughs> I, I think it's too slow, but the bit that did stick with me is the children laughing outside the tent. I thought that was well done. Yay. And they just played it on like, well, obviously it wasn't an iPod. It was back then so it was like so a Walkman with speaker <laughs> 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 well, the dog just standing there and <laughs> what's it Lloyd Dobler or whatever <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that bit stuck with me I did like that but I do think it was the tongue the tongue's tongue. so good yeah. it's like a little tiny little tongue wrapped up in a box yeah, and the teeth and the teeth and the hair and the hair oh and the bits where they, they made all the wee people at the, the branches and, and they're all the hanging through all the trees yeah, as if you eyes. walk in the woods yeah, and you saw that you freaked out man. I walked barely up the back the back woods and there was a wee bit of set cement and some Wayne had written with chalk a triangle with an eye and it saying I can see you and I shot myself in my head <laughs> 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 I ran all the way home <laughs> do you know what I mean you would shite yourself you just make you make your, your brain mix it up. There's a there's an old uh, wheelbarrow up there that's all, all uh, rusty and it sits upside down. I think who had brought that wheelbarrow up here? <laughs> hey, are they still here? Like you just make it up in your own head. We stayed in a cabin in the middle of nowhere and we got up one morning. There was a sheep skull outside. Remember, just on the yeah. grass sitting there, and I was convinced someone had hexed us. Yeah, so someone had sacrificed a sheep skull. and hexed us. I brought it home. Well, yes, as you do. There's the witch's house down next to the mausoleum at the bottom in my hill. It's just an old it's an old house all boarded up and right in the middle of the woods. And we call it the witch's house because on the side of it wrote the witch lives here, but we wrote that. The there's <laughs> so always like a, there's always scary. a witch there's a witch in Alton as well the witch's house. There probably is a witch in Alton. Very good. Not it's a creepy house, but you think you, that must be terrible if you're just like an old woman who's lived there her whole life and uh, watch our kids move away like move to one's away and be a businessman in America and the other ones traveling China and you're just sitting there. I wonder when my kids will come over. <laughs> and, the, and then the, the neighborhood kids are out in the street throwing rocks at your window saying that you're all wrinkly witch and you have to fuck off. You be like, because they caught you with an egg and a wee bowl of baby. Boiling your eggs and piss. That's pretty much what happened during the witch hunt. Is that they just burnt them for that rather than throwing rocks at their windows. So it's yeah, that's exactly. You can take away you try it. What burning people? If they're a witch. Would you? Bear in mind when I was, I was groomed. If I told people that pedo was a witch, maybe somebody would have done something about it rather than just let me be groomed. You can't deny you're a witch. Can we you had deny this, you're a pedo? We had this, you could try. No, you could try. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep telling yourself you're not trying to kids, but you know those feelings are always going to come back. Those right, anyway, sexy back, kids. Back to the movie, what would you give it out of 10? I'd probably give it, just because the, my memories of it are fond, I would probably give it, I don't want to too much, I'll give it a Seven KY jelly duck clothes. I don't know. I don't have any. I don't watch it to remember something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the pedo. Later, what would you give it? Oh, eight. Strong eight. eight. Yeah. It gets better and better. Eight half tongues. I'm going to go. For the first time, I'm going to. I nearly said for the first time, I'm going to go under five. I'm going to give it a four because I. What the fuck? I did. See the. It's only, it. it's only a four now that we've rewatched it. Before that, it would have been a two. I generally thought. I, I kind of feel like I don't want to rewatch it like ever again. No, I preferred it. I watched it for the first time when I was maybe like 14, my best friend. And I preferred it watching it back. 
I prefer it now watching back, but only because I know all that stuff about yeah. the documentary and them not knowing. I thought, right, that's well done. Yeah. You have to, like, it's like when you watch old, like, Universal monster films, you have to appreciate them for what they were then. Like, you can't look at them at, like, today's standards of Blue you've got to appreciate it for what it was yeah. in the 90s. And for what it was in the 90s, which is so clever and so good. So you need to have a good imagination to allow these ideas to transpire within your mind as you watch the movie. <laughs> and on that note, we'll go on to the <laughs> Hi, all you teenage comet zombies. This is Kelly Maroney, and you're listening to Scott and Liam versus Evil. Uh, the Witch from 2015, written and directed by Robert Eggers. Or Eagles. Uh, He's a handsome, his, handsome man. He's a handsome He's man. He's a very handsome man. It was his first full-length debut. He's only really done short movies and he's mainly he's mainly like a production designer which shows up so well yeah. through The Witch it's about a family in 1630s New England eh, and they're torn apart by the forces of witchcraft black magic and possession as like weird shit starts happening to them what did you think it? what's with a double V okay it's ye oldie English so again oldie fucking pins in the arse oh no <laughs> Uh, Liam's sister was in Salem what, last week yeah. literally in Salem and she's sending pictures of the graves and they just make it fucking hard so they swap the S and the F around they take all the vowels out the middle of words and put like an E on the end of things so they just like fuck about with it what they do that on purpose or is this like from time is this like somebody just decided in like the 1500s you know what I think it looks better like this and they spoke like that for like 300 years and then mm. went this is bullshit we're just wasting our time well here. see when I'm learning uh, Spanish sometimes the guy says like tells you like the difference because he's telling you sentences in Spanish but he's saying but in English that would make sense but if you think of the English back say like yeah, yeah. this this kind of era or Shakespeare era it would have made sense but we've changed it but we've changed modern English has changed so we are drawing words together like don'ts and wasn'ts yeah the, what, the ing's at the end to change our sentences whereas back then it was fucking always backwards like come hither this way forth we should start trying to talk about that <laughs> come hither this way forth <laughs> it's just like come, come close go away <laughs> that's what I'm just saying I used to read a lot of Thomas Hardy when I was like 16 because that's what I used to do and I spoke like that for a good couple of months of my life just because it was good for a laugh at 16 Scott was googling lonely girl 15, 15. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, exactly. one year younger that's absolutely fine there's I nothing thought, like with that Mr Under 5 <laughs> <laughs> I thought the witch was brilliant and see for just saying how slow Blair Witch was the witch is a very very slow burn but it kept me engrossed the whole way the soundtrack's kind of high pitched it's so constant building, constantly building constantly building and it does create such a like I sense on unease and I'm constantly looking at the shadows and waiting on something being out of place my notes for, for the witch uh, are in order but I did watch I watched it in, in here one night and then the night after I watched it again and took notes the second time so I tried to pretend as if I was writing this as if it was the first time right? <laughs> but when I was watching it I was like those wee fucking oh, wait spoilers those wee fucking twins and I was like they are the wee bastards like, like yeah. you can uh, see it early. Put- once you know you can see it earlier I put in my notes how they barred those wings. Oh, Why are they so fat if there isn't any food? I know, they're packed. Like, they're with, so with fat, they're like little egg layers. children. Aye, because they've got handles of layers on. Look at the little fat Did you not see the dad? The dad's clothes? He can't even take his clothes off himself. He's <laughs> 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 his daughter to take his clothes off him. He's like wearing like sacks and t- like big tatty sacks and towels. And the mum's originally Free School Brides. Yeah. She was also in... Um, Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. The mum is Kate Dickey and... She breastfeeds weirdos the dad, every single thing <laughs> that she's in. The dad is Ralph Innocent, who was Dagmar Cleftjo in Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones yeah. And he Kate Dickey was Lysa Arn. 
He looks banging chopping wood. I'd yeah. say that. I have, like, I have written down somewhere that uh, I'm going to chop wood like that. Ah, yes, I'm going to chop I'm wood. I'm going to chop wood. Yeah. Well, and chop wood, man. Looks so manly. I thought the script was really well written and tight and it kept well to the old language or what everyone knows is that old language. It was, okay. Apparently it was taken from like original court documents and original diary entries and stuff like so that. Is that why then does yeah. it deviate then, from like, it? Yeah. Fucking, like, it was, was it something like it's, it was like three or four years in the making because most of the time it's him researching yeah, all the... Yeah, he did what I've done for the last like week for but four I, years. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, see, he was a production designer I think that shows, see, every setting in it, like even the house. Do you just fucked about with the lens to make it taller? Oh, which really? is why it looks so big and imposing and all the... I felt like with the house, it, it, it feels so claustrophobic because it's so tightly packed, the whole family's in it. And I, I loved it. I See, I've got a question. They built everything for real as well. Do you know, yeah. how, the, you know how the start when uh, he's obviously up for track? I remember, why is he getting trialled for something? Does it they call him right. a lecture or something? I read somewhere that he was excommunicated, which means he's kicked out for pride. Pride is his sin, and that's why he's kicked out. And I don't know. I don't know any more than that. I think it's maybe like if they've said to him, like you have to go and do this, and he's gone, no, I'm not doing that. I'm too good for that. He's a very pious man. Because he's very, going all. Why religious. did we come here for this? Like he. So then, so when see when they leave, why couldn't I just go to one of the other colonies? Because there was thirteen of them that started the, the colonies in, in the US. So why didn't I just go to one of the other ones? I think they're probably like, all quite far nowhere. away. But apparently, like, it was a really really shit time when they went over. It looks shit. Like it looks really shit. Did you notice like the Native Americans? Yeah, like just three of them, yeah. just like the, the only Native American extras in the whole family. <laughs> You'd feel very, very far away from home, you know, if you've got a boat for like fucking like twelve weeks or something mm-hmm. over, and then you went in there and the guy's like, "Your job is to pick up shit." He's like, "No, sir, I'm not doing that." Then get out of my city. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think that if I was alive at that time and got offered to be a naked frolicking witch, I would take it up because the rest of life. Of course you mission. would. But um, would you be able to uh, mush up baby and rub it all over your skin? Yeah. Is that the same moisturiser? That's how you, that's how you eat your I don't think she's a new... Task. I think she's quite a well-seasoned witch. I think, I think that's like her first witchy act, but she probably started off with like squirrels or something and built her way up to little baby little baby boys. She was certainly <coughs> a baby boy's in that at the time. She, I mean, she was, like, it was like a mortar and pestle and then it was like, you couldn't tell if she was mushing up or if it was the music. Because like... Yeah. I thought she was... Uh, <laughs> You thought she was going to she she thought, thought, yeah, thought, thought she was fucking the baby. Yeah, I thought she was fucking the baby. He did actually go, is she, she fucking that baby? I thought, I thought this movie is just to get to a fucking <laughs> She's actually fucking the baby in camera. It's weird, man. But obviously she wasn't. Obviously so. she wasn't. She was uh, fucking that baby up is what she was doing. She was <laughs> yeah. mushing up any bits. I, the, the composition, some of the scenes, the, the one where I thought it was the witch near the start. Mm-hmm. It, like, it slowly it, it zooms out. out and there's a crow sitting on a tree in front of the filming. I thought that shot was fucking brilliant. It just, it was beautifully shot. And again, when I said I was looking for things in the shadows, the slow zoom in and zoom out, it's just zooming out of trees, but you're constantly on edge going, sun's going to come out, sun's going to come out, and then it doesn't. And I actually, I didn't like that slow bit in The Blair Witch, but in this I thought it really worked well. Yeah, the fact that there is no jump, like you're just fear because you're genuinely fear. It's It's not because you're thinking, I'm going to get a fright, it's a genuinely like really uncomfortable feeling. Did um did you know how you were talking about like that there was the, obviously the religious aspect all the way through it? See when they're saying grace, he looks like Jesus. He does look like Jesus. He's so Jesus. Right. I think he's everybody. Back he looks like Jesus quite a lot. But like he actually looked he's, like the Last Supper. He's like had the red kind of the white clothes, but then the kind of red or the darker colour round about the over his shoulders, and he's saying grace, and it just literally looks like one of the the paintings of him, the Last Supper, or one of the incantations of Jesus, or whatever. But do you know, I think religion's just so fucked. 
Yeah, like they're literally yeah. screaming about the baby being held because it died of disappearance. Yeah, the wee boy, the wee boy is like, like basically just begging, like, please just tell me the baby's alright. Can you just go, no son, the baby's alright, don't worry about it. But he can't even say, no, you'll be alright. He has to go, oh well, because he God will decide. He's in hell. Yeah, he's That's in hell. Absolutely. Imagine telling nonsense. your wee boy that your other child's in hell. Like, how can you not just say, it's alright? Don't worry about it, and then it, secretly worry about it at night time. Fucking mental. Like back then, it was genuinely mental. Like the mum like goes through like hating the daughter, and then liking her, then hating her because people say she's a witch or whatever. Like yeah, it because because her husband sold our father's cup, and she thought it was the daughter that stole it. Yeah, automatically so assumed it was the daughter that took it. And yet, the wee lassie didn't do anything wrong. Did you not think that the wee boy looked a bit like uh, a young Michael Shannon? No, he looked like both who's? Crab and Goyle from Harry Potter. <laughs> who's, who's that? At the Michael? same time, in the same face. <laughs> who's the Michael? Michael Shannon played uh, General Zod in the Superman Returns. Superman Man of Steel. Is that the one I fell asleep during? Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know who he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> he's also in the movie The Iceman, you seen that movie? He's also yeah. quite a lot of things. He's oh, doing. shit, yeah, he's like in Boardwalk Empire. Aye, aye. Oh, he does actually. Looks like a young version of him. Uh, also, uh, did you notice the scene where the uh, the wee boy definitely wants to buy his sister? Yep. And then the sister same game? Yep. Well, did she same game and she was one of his dad's hey, back, back, back then, it's all about keeping it in the family, though. Yeah. Is it, though? Yeah, you're in a wee house in the middle of nowhere. Well, no, because no, it's not keeping the family because the, the mum says it's time for her to go and get given to you. Yeah, she's got tits now, she has to go somewhere else. Yeah, so we're assuming yeah, she's what? Yeah, but then they can't trust her once she's like... 12 and 14. Once she's a woman and she's lusty, they can't trust her anymore. No, but the actress was 20, but... The character was meant to be... Yeah, like 14. Like 14, 15, I guess. Yeah, but then the mum sits in a chair and just gets a crow, just eating her tits off. <laughs> so maybe... But the wee boy... So the wee boy, like, obviously... Everyone, everyone sins. The wee boy is, like, sinning, like, lusting over his sister. But then he's punished because the witch goes all sexy and takes him in and kills him. I know, like, I mean... He's directly she, punished for that sin. So, the like, what I'm assuming was an old lady witch who mm-hmm. mushed up his brother... Mushed up the youth. Made her... Look like it was like hocus pocus, you know, mm-hmm. like sucking the essence only it's a bit more uh, brutal. <laughs> uh, and so she turns herself into a young sexy witch with her, uh, you know, cleavage bosom on show and sucks him in and sucks him off probably and then <laughs> sends him back out to the woods. I mean, I'd be the like. The boy definitely sold his soul to the devil because you have true. to have sex with the devil and you have to take all your clothes off and he came back naked. And he right. sounded like he had a fucking great time when he woke up. He was exasperated. <laughs> well, let's, let's just have a saying to if that, what was her name? The woman that was the witch, the Victoria's Secret model. Oh, I can't. Um, I can't right. remember. Her name. She, she has a Victoria's Secret model. No matter what age you are, if she's a witch or not, but doesn't you're going to have sex with? With it? Yeah. With it. Remember right, the witch? Lena once made me watch a Victoria's Secret fashion show. It was the best night. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can just keep life, life is hard, <laughs> as was my penis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she was a sexy lady. No, not when she was an old woman from Mean Girls. The old if you witch. can't take her at her, her old lady from Mean Girls, you can't have her at her sexy lady. Oh, it doesn't matter. I'd have sex with her once and then I'd, I'd, I'd be on oh, the farm so and die. You know, at the start where she's like, teachers kept giving me rows for things, a woman shouting at her in German that she can't go to the bathroom like an old woman. That's the, that's the witch. Her name's Bathsheba. Bathsheba. Oh. So there you go. So she's a Victoria's Secret mother? No, the other one. No, when it plays the young witch, like who comes with it, right, right, okay, it's out. Right. she's a Victoria's Secret mother. Right, okay. That wee boy is the best actor ever. No, well, that was a that per- what? Yeah, that was that, amazing. That was a one take thing, and that was written straight for the books that the, the director wrote. Uh, it was very good, but I think the one character in this whole film that deserves an Oscar is Black Phillip. I love Black <laughs> Phillip. Black Phillip. If you've not seen it, if you've not seen it, fucking go watch it, then come back. Black Phillip's a goat that's meant to be like Satan is controlling it, 
and so that, he, that it is, it's meant to be he is the station. Station, yeah, yeah. that station that goat can act like fuck well do you know there was meant to be three goats on set yeah probably um, and they were all arseholes and they were all arseholes they were meant to do they were meant to be there for different skills one of them just uh, didn't do it skill and took naps another one just kept, <laughs> kept attacking the dad <laughs> oh I know how that goat feels so Black Phillip was just the one was just the one goat no there was two white ones and the, and the, the black one Oh, but oh, so even the ones we sit with the kids, he just looks creepy. He's looking at the camera like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing my role right. <laughs> and then he's up with his bad legs, kind of hopping about. Honestly, oh, yeah, so Oscar should have our best animal, and Black Phillip would do it. It's I'm going to campaign for that. No, I, I, I thought I, Black Phillip was good. And see, like you were saying, the sins is that that's like the theme because like isolation and them stuck in the middle of nowhere, going fucking mad, stuck crazy, mm-hmm. uh, cabin fever and whatever else. Um, but then if they all get their own sins like you say like so what is it the dad was pride the, yeah, dad was pride. the boy was lust the mum mm-hmm. was the two wee wains are lying well, and disobedient all the time what would what would the mum be then anger um, what is, the, what is, is anger the sin? sin no what is the sin for anger furious rage <laughs> um, I want to say vengeance but I don't maybe, she was, maybe she was envious of her yeah of her she was youth. definitely jealous of her daughter's youth no anger then and she was um <laughs> You're supposed to just kind of take what you're given when you're like that pious, aren't you? If yeah. the devil takes your baby away, you're supposed to go, all right, you know better. That's that's the way of it. You're not supposed to say the question what God's done. But then as well, she definitely sold her soul to the devil because when the, the daughter, oh no, the, 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 the mum, I mean, she's getting her because our wee boy, so both our wee boys are dead at this point, and then she's gone completely like lunatic, like she's gone mental, and the wee boys turn up. And she's talking, she's like, oh, my babies, my babies are back. And they're, like, comforting her and they're there. And then it's like, oh, mum, can you take a wee look at this book? That's not exactly what he says, but he's like, oh, can you take take a wee look at this book? When you've got a minute. And she's like, yeah, no problem, I will, while she's breastfeeding. A crow. The the crow. Who is the witch, am I saying? Yeah. Oh, it's one of the the familiars. Yeah, one of the familiars. Um, She definitely puts her name in the book as well. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, I want to say that the uh, main the main lassie is called Thomason, which uh, mm-hmm. is a boy's name. <laughs> um, so there you go. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> so what have I got right? I was just gonna, at this point, I've just started writing one lines. Uh, they can't deny their 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 witches, the wee the wee wains, because like, when she's asked, she says no, and then when they're asked, they just they, they deny it. They just put the question back at her. But and then at also, the very end, when they're sitting down, it's like, oh, you're really a witch, and she goes, no, and they go, well, you're really a witch, they go. No, not really. And they're just sitting at the end like, fuck, what have we done? We've made a mess. Do you know when the dad locks them away in the barn? I thought, did that happen? I don't remember. I remember that scene, but I don't remember. I always thought that the wee kids were actual witches. Apparently they made a deal with Black Phillip, mm-hmm. but I don't actually think they did. Was this to get the... I think it was just ways to get talking Black Phillip ultimately wanted the... Yeah, I think the they daughter. were just caught up in like the... Because when you looked at it, because when they when they were supposed to be saying the Lord's Prayer and they were rolling about saying that like the the sisters made them forget it, I was like, but no, it's not. It's because they're actually witches that they can't physically say it, so they're pretending. Yeah, you can say the word of God if you're a witch. You physically can't. You can't say it. But they were like lying flat on the ground squealing, and then when the dad picks them up, he like snaps out of it instantly, and it's like he's been caught like fucking about. I thought, but see at the end when they're in the, the barn, I'm going to need to rewatch it just to 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 double check. I know I don't believe you, but I, just to see it. For myself, but I thought that they, when she was asking the twins if they were witches, they just kept denying, like putting it back on her, like changing the quits back to her. And she said she wasn't, she could deny it, but they could never, they never actually physically said no or not. I'd say she was actually a witch the whole way through it. For all, she is innocent. But I'd then say at the very start, she has made a at the very, very start, she prays and she's like, I've been really lazy with my prayer, I've been disobedient, I've been this, like, please God, help me. Mm. so she's like confessing all of her sins she feels really shit about it but maybe because she's watching the baby and the baby disappears maybe at that night she's made a pact with the devil to bring him back 
and then from then on, then all this shit that happens. Nah. It's because she's made it. Everyone else. It's, bear in mind that it's open ended. It's, it's, so you make your I own totally things. Don't so don't tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> see, when, um, don't see when she wakes up in the morning and the barn's been knocked open and the goats are in half. Yeah. Where's the twins? I couldn't see the bodies. Were they the bodies lying there? Or yeah, their bodies are there as well. Yeah. So then the dad gets rammed by uh, Black Philip, and by the way, uh, his horns would not go on him like that at all. But Devil horns? Mm, they go backwards. There's no way that. that, that <laughs> yeah, uh, but he puts his head no. right down. I mean, need to be upside down and flying. The dad spilt, spent the entire movie chopping up bits of wood for no fucking reason, and then just died underneath them all. Because he picks up he picks up the axe and then just decides to get against drop him. But you know that every time every time he fucks up, every time he's like cause he's like basically he's been a shit man, like the concept of a man for that time. Like he's not providing for his family, he's not looking after anyone. So every time he fucks up and he's not being manly, he goes and chops wood. It's like it's the only manly thing he knows how to do. It's pretty fucking manly. I might get an axe out the back. Yeah, <laughs> I do things wrong all the time. That I maybe that'll I'd be probably, one I'd thing probably, that you're really good at. I think that I would maybe no accidentally like, <laughs> chop wood wrong as well and like chop through my shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know, I know for a fact I would take a hand off. Yeah. So then, uh, so then she goes back in, like she she kills her mum, and the graphics are actually pretty good, like they're, the practical effects for the very, blood. And the, and they're the very tasteful. Really, uh, yeah. So like artfully done. And then she goes into the. The wee barn falls asleep and... You would kill the mum as well at that point though. Oh, I'd have killed the mum fucking young. So when she was breastfeeding the crow, I'd have killed her. <laughs> the, um, that impression? Yeah, it was exactly an impression. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but then she goes into the, 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 the barn and she speaks to Black Philip and she's saying to him, like, if you're... That's, this is the whole time she didn't make a pact at the start. This is no, 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 she's she like, if, if you do speak to them, like, if you speak to them, right. speak to me as well. My whole family's dead, so fucking where else have I got then to go? And she's so me. hesitant as well. She's like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, oh, I'll help you. I'll help you. What is it you want? Oh, that honestly, that, we watched that scene like like up full blast and total pitch black, and I was like so on edge. Because it comes in like, at the right so point. So on edge. She's just about to give up and just think we'll sack this, but it just comes in. It's it says a Voldemort. Would you like to live deliciously? Fuck it, I man. I love you, man. So good. sign. Give me that book. But see. It was only I watched it the second time. I actually seen the guy. The guy, guy. The first time, shoulder. first time I had no idea that that was there until the second time. Yeah. I thought that's well done. Yeah, very well done. And then she strips off and goes in. Uh, how come? Well, I a question I was, How come no guys have been invited to the naked fire dance in the woods? They're all witches. So witches cover. And if you think about it, it, see, especially back then, think about what's going to happen to all the women dancing naked if a man gets in. Yeah, that's right. What are you trying to say? What sin, what sin is that you involved <laughs> Come on. Fucking hell. If you, <laughs> if you live in that time, you're fucking miserable, your crops are dead, mm-hmm. your babies dead, your wife's back there breastfeeding a the fucking crow, <laughs> you go into the woods for, oh, do you know what, I'm just going to go. Try and clear my head a wee minute. Clear my head, go into the woods, enjoy yourself. Oh, what's this? A wee fire? Oh, there's young dancing naked ladies? Oh, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to rape every one of them. I don't think everybody. No, that escalated was, a bit there. Was, was, right? was they wore like twelve layers of burlap sacks for clothes, man. They were trying to be prude, prudish. I don't. Then. I always say I don't condone it, but back then, it's not about condoning. It. It's the sixteen hundreds. Yeah, you could rape your wife back then. That was alright. <laughs> it was legal. It was legal. I'm, I'm just being a realist here. I'm not saying that I would. If I went out and there was women dancing in a fire now, you'd probably go away and cry. I would. I would be really. <laughs> really intimidated by these women back then and in the heads of me but did you see some of the dancing though you would be intimidated the one that's going like this <laughs> you can't see my impression but, there but it was pretty <laughs> if you go back then and I'm ye old miserable rubbish farmer then mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so you might be ye old 
fantastic rapist. <laughs> it's better. Yeah, it's better. Feel, but at least I had that really good raping. Burn all your crops down. Raping, pillaging. That's how they've done it anyway, isn't they? They just killed all the American Indians. He's, a, he's a raping yet to be the bad one here, but I'm just. No, I'm just, just saying it was, it was all the your head. Of the time. It was. It was. It was. Rape the, was the theme. Yeah, the thing. Was the, that was the action back then. You know, a good old raping. You know, and then a good old pillaging, and then a good old uh, praying. And also as well. Fact, and then I, because then she would say like, and I, because then they would go like, oh, he raped me. Oh, she's a witch. Yeah. And then they would just sit in the fire, and then they would, there's no evidence, or, and he would go to the next witch burning. Yeah. And to be honest, because obviously rape is horrid, and if you actually done it to them, then technically you would make a pact to the devil because you've just then raped all all these witches. And yeah, well, it was intended to be sexy in any 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 kind of way. What's a ma- what's a male witch called? The warlock. You'd be king warlock. King warlock. <laughs> And you'll be like, why, why, Your why, ideas why? leap from like A to Z really quickly. Yeah, King Warlock because you went into the woods and found some naked ladies. But then the wee boy went into the woods and found a, a, a busty lady and he looked what happened to him. Yeah. Aye, but he was a bit against it. I don't think the dad would be against it. He'd get right in. He'd get right in about her before the she had a chance. Have to no, get like in the men have got no chance really. The men have been oppressing the women for years and years and years. So if they come along and try and join their naked dance party, they're like, nah. Your name's not down here, it's not happening. And then and then they can like fly into the air as well. Or one of them with a broomstick, do you know? Joe Jelly, I always think it must be the most awkward. Imagine filming that scene naked in the woods on like a zip line (laughs) just up into the air. I'd find it more awkward now after saying what I've just said I would do (laughs) (laughs) for Oh, so you're the rapist (laughs) are so Did you know that the the, the broomstick is always depicted as backwards? Did you learn this in your witch? Research. No, but I did learn that the reason they all thought they could fly is because they were probably tripping on some kind of pagan plant potion and they were like, oh, we can fly. The, the broom part's supposed to be the bush. It's like cubic vagina bush. Lady bush. And the other end of the stick's supposed to be the penis. True story. Why does it matter what way round they go then? Because you need to put the penis bush first. You need to put the bush first. Oh, right. And okay. the bush sticks at the front. So it's, it's, like, it's, I just, don't know. it's just watching your hand signals. <laughs> <laughs> We might, we might film this and show you Scott putting a penis in a bush. With his hands. Well, that's a late night episode. That's, that, that's, that's Scott and Liam versus Evil After Dark. That's that. <laughs> whole episode went off the rails. I'd give the witch a very strong eight. I thought it was brilliant. I decided it was a nine before I'd even seen it. And then I knew it was a nine <laughs> about five minutes in. It's like my ideal film. I absolutely love it. It's so good. I am going to invoke the spirit of Kieran Fisher and call this movie a masterpiece. Mm. I genuinely thought it was brilliant. I like every bit about it. And I watch it a million times over. It's like, it's up there almost. It's, it's probably my third favourite film. I'm very I'm surprised at that. It's my favourite, favourite film I've seen in years. But five I'm, years, I'm I've seen I'm very surprised at you enjoying it because... See, because you don't like the black and white things. No, because you, because you don't like the black and white things, you don't like some old stuff. I thought this. Yeah, did you find the language off? Oh, the language. I wanted subtitles. The language I did find it difficult to understand. I did think. I it. thought this would be too. There was not edgy, but too out there for you to enjoy. So I'm very surprised. I think you. the line of too arty for me was uh, Antichrist. Yeah, yes, I thought it was in the same kind of. No, it's bone, not. It's it? Antichrist is really gratuitous. It'll show you things for the sake of showing you yeah. things. Where the witch was so witch understated. The you, see, you see the witch what three times in the whole film? Yeah. No, that that is if anyone wants to make a horror film, that's how that's how often you should see the monster. 
The witch was definitely that story all the way through. In the world, there was all the different elements of deciding for yourself what's going on because obviously in real life, witches don't exist, and people back then were just completely god fearing. Salem witch trials was not like not nonsense, but like I mean, it was hysteria. But obviously, in this movie, you get to the end, and the witches are real because you you know you see it. They showed you the Mm -hmm. devil's voice and the 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 witch naked dance party. But um, (laughs) it does leave you. That's not very bad. It it does uh, like make, make you like you make your own mind up. Pretty much as, as yeah. you go along, so I'm definitely giving it a nine banger and bush broomsticks out of ten. And it's a masterpiece, you know, we'll give it a nine. Oh, there's always room for improvement. I'm, <laughs> I, don't I don't know what's getting the getting the ten, and I was thinking about that before I wrote that down. I thought, did I give Patchwork a ten? Because I think I might give that a nine now. That has been a while since I've seen it. I'm waiting for that massive ten. What did you yeah. give a ten? You went, I'm you went metal or something? Did you not? I don't think I ever gave anything. I think you gave something a ten. Did you not? Mm. Maybe I'll look back at it. I just, I, I'm just, I love everything, but I never love it enough to be a ten. But there's then I say I love it, and then I give it a there's nothing, yeah. there's nothing I would change about that film in the slightest. I thought it was perfect. I think if I really boiled down, yeah, I could probably think of some things that I'd like oh, no. to have seen different. But it was a brilliant. If you've not seen it, and we've see now it. ruined it for you, <clears> just go and make a point of watching it because one of the best horrors in recent years. It's the least nitpicking I've ever heard you two do. I think I can see. No one's gone. Oh, it was a brilliant film, but he had ugly shoes on, and it was so stupid. <laughs> did you see his shoes? In that first scene? <laughs> <laughs> fucking disgusting. But that's I think that's why I got negative reviews from a lot of people. I don't know. If, I can't remember what the critics gave it, but certainly the the viewing public probably like it a lot of them. Just mainly because probably the the slowness. The, it was more atmospheric than stereotypical horror mm-hmm. and uh, I think it's a straight horror I don't uh, it's like a it is it's, what, it's like a folktale what's the yeah. tagline in New England folktale it is like a historical drama the language that's the horror as well for. aye but if like Tam and Sasha go down to the view cinema on a Friday Tam night <laughs> to Ice Blast to see a horror film they're wanting blast. they're wanting like a Friday the 13th they're wanting they, no they want Sinister or they want the country yeah, or they, they, want, they want something like that so if they're sitting through the witch of course, a lot of people are going to be like, what the fuck was that? It wasn't scary, it wasn't this, it wasn't everything. You need to, I think you need to view it from a kind of, I don't mean to say pretentious, but quite an artistic Filming point of view. Yeah. Well, yeah. What well, they were trying to, try to do. It was so well done, especially for someone who wrote it, directed it, it was his first yeah. full length. And you honestly, can tell really, he really cared about it as well. You could tell he had, like he threw himself into it. Because I, I would eventually slipped in like a, a modern word. Like... Bumberclaw. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going to squeeze that I, in? I, I would, uh, I would have end up slipping in some words by mistake. I think there would have been some error. That, that would have been, that would have been in your um, your script writing, though. So you would, you would proofread that. I know, but I think just I'd, I'd be like. Oh, you'd right. fuck up. You'd put a word in like a, a like any kind of well, my one week of history lessons. I can't find any errors in it. But if you get someone who's like a proper historical expert on that period when they first like went to America or witch hunt anything, I don't think anyone could find a flaw in it. Yeah. I suppose it's like that thing about you were saying, like finding your own flaws when you're writing it. Like it's like I'm the best proofreader of the second after I've sent an email. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? She's probably made his film and then sits back, don't you watch it, and then it just comes up. Alright everybody, uh, you're, you're bad for Oh fuck, I'm that scene. What's happening, you old chicks? Oh shit. Uh, so, Lena, thanks for joining us in this All little right. walk down. Little coven? What witchy. That is way better than what I was going to say. Witchy lane? Witchy path. <laughs> so, the question is now uh, are you a witch? Um, yes. Yes. Yeah, and I know that witch. because I put the bush and the stick in the right order. 
Men det går. Så sant, så fint. Han är ju Is there any news? Oh yeah, George Romero has got his own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, which will probably go out uh, next year, I think, 2017. He will join the likes of Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Chris Pratt, among others. Goldie Hawn was included. Adam West. He, is he? I think Adam West eventually got his. But when we, we went to LA and they tell you, like, you, you can just buy yourself a star. The, that's you don't need to say, earn you, it. You it can needs just... to be, to get a star, so a hefty donation had to be made. So I don't know who. But it was like they told us how much money you have to pay. You can literally, you can go and. I think his was was it not a lot of fans raised the money Possibly. for it. It was the same as Adam that West. Sounds like you're making fans. yourself feel better. Yeah. Oh, Adam oh. West. <laughs> I don't think you could buy. I don't. I don't think is that. I don't actually that can be true no, because you, surely there'll be still, stupid millionaires that will buy themselves. No, no. You, you still. I think you still a, need to have had a you legacy. Need Screen Actors Guild or have done something. Yeah, you need to have yeah. had a legacy, but it is still a donation yeah. Uh, yeah, to, to get, get it. it. Unless you die and then. If you, Unless like, you die, then you can just get... Definitely get a, if he didn't have a star before he died... Not a pedo, probably Yeah, not now he's a pedo. Well, do you know, they was... I don't know, I didn't. I couldn't actually read the story about the stuff they found in his house, but... You read uh, all the clickbait, I'm pa- really surprised. Paris, uh, I didn't open for me, I didn't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> Paris, uh, the headline was that Paris was saying was saying that that's not true, that dad wasn't but a pedo. But you would say that so, if it was your dad. If your dad was a pedo, you would say... I think you'd just say, like, dad would shag you, Or maybe your dad did shag you and you're so horrified by the one fault to know. You're like, no, my dad was never a pedo, especially not to me. again, we're talking about George Romero's star, and we've now got back to dad shagging. Let's feel like I had other news. I feel as if I read something that I wanted to say and I can't remember what it is but what I did see today was that the cast of It is starting to come together and there's potentially a sketch drawn of what Pennywise will look like so it looks as if it oh, could really? be quite uh, quite good. That was what made me terrified the clown so I was younger. Yeah I don't understand the clown phobia. The clown in American Horror Story was good though. Yeah, I think it would be quite hard was, to beat. Uh, oh, I think it was scary clown. Oh no he was good. How high are your standards for scary clowns? Prime. High standards for lonely fifteen-year-old girls only. <laughs> 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 uh, so, anything on Netflix? Uh, oh, yeah, all right. I watch on Netflix. Right, there's a there's a show on Netflix just now on UK Netflix called uh, Doomsday Bunkers. I don't know if you've watched it. There's only three I've episodes. Seen it, long. I seen it as well. And I wait. I bet it scores fucking. Watched it. <laughs> <laughs> it's only three episodes, right? But and and, and see when you, when you watch it, it's the 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 made up reality, the scripted reality between the workers is is garbage. They're terrible actors. You mm-hmm. can see what the, when they're they're smiling us through their arguments and all that kind of crap, made for dramatic effect. The people that they are making the this special bunkers for in each episode, uh, clearly have a high paranoia and some kind of mental illness. Uh, and this guy, essentially, when you get to episode three, I mean, there's only three episodes, you get to episode three, you're like, he is taking advantage of so many people because he's charging like $150,000 a bunker. I just wanted to watch it because underground bunkers are cool as fuck and you see them and they build them together and like, we who sees in that and they, they completely go under the ground and I thought that would be quite good. One of the guys gets, at the last episode, gets a doomsday shelter because he lives next to um, the sea and he's there's always, there's a possible tsunami warning like at any time if there's an earthquake but there's also hurricanes and whatnot. So, I mean, it makes sense somewhere just to go when your house is about to blow down there's people when one of the episodes he's like I'm, I need somewhere to store my guns and so people can't get to me so they build this fucking booby trap so you go down the stairs and the, the handrail is actually a flamethrower so when you, they can watch them through a wee peephole and just flick the switch and just set somebody in fire like completely cook them in his stairway and if they get through that then we go down the bottom of the steps to just release this wee trap door and a fucking big hammer of nails <laughs> just swings into you and hits you in the face I like this in my house like, <laughs> no. like, literally like, they're, they're genuinely like Pretty makes sense because you it, well no no listen 
What's, what's possible could happen? A solar flare for the sun that could knock out the electrical grid? Possible. Uh, massive earthquakes or tsunamis? Maybe not right where we're sitting right now, but certainly in some places in the world. So having provisions there that you can last for however long because the government is not going to come and help each individual person and you see how quickly people go looting and smashing things up in the minute you, you, what, your supermarkets have got something like three days worth of supply before they will have nothing left the people will come you need food to, to survive so prepping makes sense people on this show and plenty of preppers especially in America are worried that uh, I think a lot of them are actually worried that a genuine zombie apocalypse is going to happen and that's just nonsense but people are stockpile they stockpile fucking guns and they literally are pointing them at every direction out of their house to shoot people who come anywhere near them like genuinely there's this woman who has got a, a fucking hazmat suit and a gas mask and all that you're like these people need mental help they don't need guns if the world ended I would come straight here murder you and use your provisions yeah, so my provisions are that's my prep you've told me they're 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 quiet 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 <laughs> so, that, that's another thing I was watching they always seem to build these bunkers and like bury them in the woods I'm like is this your property like why would you build a bunker you spent $150,000 on this bunker you want to bury it in the middle of the woods and put all your stuff in it don't expect when you go to go and live in your bunker that there's a bunch of squatters in there I bet you can't get in if it's locked Surely, if you spend all that money on a doomsday bunker, it's not just a wee fucking padlock for that you're using. If you're spending all that money on a doomsday bunker, there's some part of logic missing in your brain. So I bet I you'd remember, you'd remember the flamethrower. You'd have like all the booby traps. You'd have all the tins of corned beef, and you'd forget to put like a door handle on it, or you'd forget to lock it. You better have a door handle in yours, because when I come here to get it at the end of the world. I don't have yeah, a shell People go them. mental so quickly though. They do exactly that. That's why you should be pretty You should just <laughs> be aware Of what your, your bug out situation scenario is That's I well, genuinely just asked yeah. me You watch the Netflix And we've just had a 10 minute <laughs> no, I, I used to work in a supermarket And on like Christmas Eve People would be fighting Over yeah, the loaves Fucking exactly because People are mental shut for one day And That's... they might not have loaves People are genuinely crazy. You want to have enough stuff there to hide yourself away for about three or four days, let everybody kill themselves, and then you can come out and just walk the road like uh, the Book of Eli. Or the road. Or the road, I, I, no, I couldn't <laughs> get that into the same sentence. So, that's what I watched. Yeah, that's that? what I watched. Lena, did you watch any No, I have the best news ever. Hobo with a Shotgun is back on UK Netflix. It was the first film I ever watched on Netflix about five years ago. And it's so good, and it's back. It is the best ever. Yeah, I've not seen it. It's so how like it's very trauma, very oh, very yeah. trauma. Yeah, right, yeah, totally like, like dystopian, just nonsense. So Ridiculous. much fun, like brilliant gore. Yeah. I watched Spring as well. I've seen that. I've not, not seen the movie. I've seen that on Netflix, but I've not actually watched it. It's, it's really good. It's kind of like a kind of weird indie love film. Like um, like Nick and, no- Nick and Nora are like Jesse and Celeste, yeah. like that. But a horror film at the same time. Mm. Like some good body horror in it. It's good, it's interesting. It's good. The Big Bad Beetleborgs is on. Did you ever watch that? Oh, thank God, we've been waiting <laughs> all this time <laughs> for the Big Bad Beetleborgs. But it's kids that read this comic and become the Beetleborgs. I used to love it, and it's on. All, all, generally, all I do with Netflix is cut. You've seen my, my recommended, it's just all cartoons, cartoons and kids' shows. <laughs> yeah. Like critically acclaimed documentaries at the very bottom, we never get that far. We never get to that <laughs> we level. Put on the big bad Beetleborgs. <laughs> so that's good. And now we'll just get a creepy corner. Since we've been focusing on the wacky yet woeful world of witches in this episode, we've done some supernatural research and picked out a tasty witch story. 
Don't act like you're not impressed. Otherwise we're crushing your entire fucking family! Ursula Kemp was born in St. Osseth, Essex, sometime around 1525. In adulthood, she worked as a midwife. At around age 50, she developed what she described as a lameness in her bones. That, like, just being... Just lazy. Just being a shit guy. Being lazy. <laughs> Although, you know, at age 50, back in 1525, that's pretty... Uh, you were lucky you could get a part. Didn't you have a vegetable she, in your life? Yeah, <laughs> just rickets, that's probably... <laughs> uh, she had gone to the local folk for help. The woman told Ursula that she had been bewitched and would be having to unwitch herself. The folk healer recommended a ritual using hog's dung, charnel, sage and St John's wort. Ursula went home, performed the ritual and actually started to recover from her ailment. Two neighbours requested her help with their own lameness and using the same ritual that had helped her, Ursula led them to full recovery. This cemented Ursula in her new role as the local faith healer, being frequently called upon by her neighbours to help heal all types of ailments and illnesses. One neighbour and former friend of Ursula's was Grace Thurlow, who had approached her for help when her son Davy fell sick. Davy! And old Davy. <laughs> it's not called Davy! The old Davy. According to history, Davy temporarily recovered from his illness and Thurlow truly believed that Ursula had cured him. Some time passed and shortly after the birth of Thurlow's new baby daughter Joan, she and Ursula argued over the care, or lack thereof, that Grace was shown the child. At a few months old, Joan fell from her cradle and fatally broke her neck. The grief sent Thurlow into a lame state and, lame by then. <laughs> and again she approached Ursula for help who agreed for a fee of 12 pence. Grace's condition improved greatly but she refused to pay Ursula for the help saying that 12 pence was just too much and she couldn't afford it. At this point Ursula was sick of Grace's pish. Hadn't read that one yet? <laughs> uh, by this point Ursula was sick of Grace's pish and threatened to get even with her. As I'm sure you can guess, Thurlow became lame yet again and testified to the local magistrate that ever since arguing with Ursula about the 12 pence, either she or her sixth son had suffered consistently. She blamed Ursula for her son's illness and her own lameness, I think she was just a lazy bitch, uh, and the death of her baby. If history is taught as anything, it's the people are stupid, and therefore these accusations, rather than being brushed off as the ramblings of a lazy lunatic, warranted a full investigation and eventual trial. At the trial, another neighbour by the name of Alice Leatherdale testified that Ursula had approached her and asked for some scouring sand, which is yield equivalent of an abrasive cleaner, like yield Mr Muscle, so to speak. <laughs> Alice refused the request, saying that Ursula was a naughty beast. I can only assume that meant that she didn't deserve to have clean items. As Ursula left cleanerless, she passed Alice's daughter Elizabeth and murmured at her, probably murmuring that her mum was a bitch and now she didn't know how she would clean her pots and pans. However, sometime after the event, Elizabeth fell ill and died, and Alice blamed Ursula for bewitching the girl to death. Maybe you should just give her the Mr. Muscle. Hey, Alice. She's probably just got like scurvy and died. He's like fucking normal. Yeah, fuck what they do with the murmuring. Diseases, eh? As the trial continued, Ursula's own eight-year-old son, Thomas, testified that his mother kept four spirits or familiars. A familiar was believed to be a supernatural entity that would assist witches in the practice of magic. Thomas described them as a grey cat called Tiffin, a white lamb called Titty, a black toad called Pygene, and a black cat called Jack, or Jackie. <laughs> it's not French. <laughs> the eight-year-old boy told stories of seeing his mother give the familiars beer and cake and let them suck blood from her body. That may explain why the white lamb was called Titty. <laughs> Thomas also told the court that a neighbour named Alice Newman had visited his mother and that Ursula had given her away an earthenware pot, which he, the eight-year-old, believed to contain the familiars. Days later, he told of how Newman had returned the pot and told Ursula that she had sent spirits to kill a local man and his wife. It must have been some size of pot to fit two cats, a lamb and a toad. 
So yeah, it's like my favourite part of all the witchcraft stories I've read is the familiars. Because these women had to name their familiars. What was the first thing they asked them was, do you have any familiars? And where do you suckle them from? And they like checked their whole body for teats, little tiny teats. So while these women were being tortured, they had like their thumbs and thumb screws and stuff. They were asking them like, who's your familiar called? And they just shut themselves and say literally anything. And I've got like a list. One was like, my familiar's called Prick Ears. <laughs> <laughs> Vinegar Tom. <laughs> Satan was like the first like noted one. Sucking. And I've got Greasel Greedy Gut. <laughs> that would be my familiar. <laughs> and the rest of the ones, Jack and Robin. There were two tiny little horses the witch kept in a pot by her bed. <laughs> but like if someone's asking you just, who are your familiars? You're going to go, I am Sausage Face, I don't know. I would not call mine Sausage Face. What do you call it? Go. John. That's the worst ever. Well, it's believable. Oh, yeah. Is it though? Yeah, the familiars are the, the sky. Scott, who's your familiar? Uh, Malibu. <laughs> Malibu tits <laughs> Do you see what I mean? It's bullshit So at, at the end of the trial Justice Brian Darcy told the court That Ursula had made a full confession to him in private Telling him of her own personal experience With a folk killer And admitting to keeping the four familiars That her son had mentioned <laughs> Not Malibu tits <laughs> She told him that there were two male spirits Who killed people And two female spirits Who brought sickness to people And destroyed cattle as her apparent confession continued, the justice claimed that Ursula had admitted to sending the familiars to make Grace Thurlow lame, kill Joan Thurlow, kill Elizabeth Leatherdale, and her own sister-in-law, who had died some time previous. She then went on to name 12 other women as witches, six of whom were hanged alongside Ursula in 1582. <laughs> History reports that many of the accused freely confessed to witchcraft, despite knowing that they faced death as well, a result. They were probably witches. Yeah, they were witches. Them in Malibu tits. <laughs> <laughs> Skip forward to St. Osseth, Essex, 1921, when the skeletons of two women were found in a garden, very close to the site of the hanging back in 1582. Believing one of the skeletons to be that of Ursula Kemp, the man who made the discovery, Charles Brooker, quickly... T- Charlie Brooker? Uh-huh. Is it the same guy? In 1921, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, yes, I, I skimmed over that date. Uh, Charles Brooker quickly turned the find into a tourist attraction, charging a fee to view the witch's skeletons. In 1932, the house burned down in a mysterious and unexplained fire. Uh, is Essex in London? It wasn't the fire in London, was it? No. No. <laughs> that many blamed on the beyond the grave revenge of Ursula. The skeletons were reburied at the site. More than 30 years later, redevelopment prompted the deliberate and probably illegal exhumation of the skeleton which was then sold to the witchcraft museum in Boscastle owned by Cecil Williamson who promised that he would look after the remains and safeguard Ursula from future exploitation he's probably fucking that skeleton isn't he? how can you fuck a skeleton? there's, well, there's plenty of holes there's yeah, hundreds of holes it's all holes though there you go Surely yeah. exactly right. Woo-hoo. you need holes it's fucking a big giant sieve loads of options Anyway, <laughs> shortly before Williamson's death, the museum was sold, but interestingly, Ursula's remains were not included in the sale. Her last owner was an eccentric artist, Robert Lankiewicz, who had a fascination for witchcraft and the occult. He kept Ursula in his library, along with the embalmed body of a local tramp, which to me is probably the weirdest part of this story, because who just let him grab a, ter- a tramp and embalm it? Maybe the tramp was embalmed already. Just sort of like drinking turps? Is that what? I don't think that embalms you, Lena. Forget that altogether. After Lenky death, the remains were tied up in the absolute mess of debt that he had left his estate in. Documentary filmmaker John Warland in 2011 campaigned heavily to have the remains released by the trustees of Lenky estate. He eventually won them over and, after having the bones carbon dated, 
proved that they were indeed from the 16th century and that the bones contained remnants of iron nails having been forcefully inserted into them, linking them heavily with Ursula Kemp. Although the research failed to flag up a story of Ursula and iron nails, so I don't really know how that's relevant. Is that like a common torture though? Like Lena says, if they were accused of being a witch, she would be tortured for Yeah, thumbtacks and they put you in the Iron Maiden yeah. and they and put, the nails put nails in. rocks on you. Well, I'd explain, I just couldn't find anything about it. Warland and many other fans had Ursula finally buried peacefully back in Sir Osseth in April 2012. To this day, there have been no more reports of strange goings on involving Ursula Kemp's remains. Is she now at peace? or just waiting patiently for more folk to dig her up and once again reveal her wickedness of the world. And all because someone wouldn't lend her a bloody bottle of pledge. There you go, guys. There's a, a witch story for you. That's interesting. Can we go and visit the grave? Is there a grave site? Uh, there is. It's in conjunction with St. Osseth Chapel. Maybe we'll go and do that. Take uh, pictures for our Instagram page and now you can all see it and be like, ooh. 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 Malibu tits. <laughs> take Mal- we'll take Malibu tits with us, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Malibu tits goes everywhere with you. That's the point. So, yeah, Lena, thank you for joining us this week. You're welcome. Still got to take you home, so I'm not going to go say goodbye. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, As always, you can find us at the usual places if you want to email us, uh, if you've got your own witchy story, or if you've got anything you thought of this episode, if you think any is a Maybe let us know the name of your familiar. Maybe Malibu tits has visited you in the <laughs> night time. <laughs> ruined your crops and killed your pigs yeah so email us at scottandleamversuseevil at hotmail.com uh, you can get us as always on twitter at scottandleamversus and we're on facebook we've got a facebook page scottandleamversuseevil and a facebook group so you can join that publicly and chat and share it with all your friends and tell everybody to listen to us and subscribe rate share and review us on iTunes and just like type something and just say these guys are fucking brilliant and then submit it and send it because that's what we're waiting for Right, so that's been uh, a quite good episode, so um, bye. See you guys next week then. Bagabi, laka, bakabi. Fucking get out of rap! Kahi, akababi. Ah, fuck, right. Carelios. No.